Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We are coming through, well, we have been coming through, a period of crisis and uncertainty, uh, unmatched in our lifetimes, and we hope unmatched for the rest of the time we have on the planet. But I think you'll agree with me that since, say, the 29th of February 2020, when the first case was confirmed in Ireland, the first COVID-19 case was confirmed. And since the early part of March, when the first death was confirmed, the, the hardest thing to deal with for many people has been the uncertainty. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what's happening. You don't know about the school. You don't know about whether you're going to be able to go and see loved ones. You don't know whether you can have a family event you worried and the uncertainty was so hard. I think for many people, it was the hardest part of it to deal with. Now, some people thrived on it. Some people's personality is such that they can live with uncertainty and it actually drives them a bit. And sometimes people perform better in an uncertain, in an uncertain world. There are two different, two or three different kinds of us there. I'm halfway in between. I had days where the uncertainty was just something I got on with and dealt with. And by God, I had times when I hated it. And I just wanted to be sure of where we were going. And you wonder what's going to happen when it's all open and over and we can go back to some kind of normal. And there's a lot of research, isn't there? Always a lot of research into this kind of thing. Um, how some people thrive on uncertainty and, and some people don't. Let's bring in Catherine Hellessy, our good old friend on the program. Hi, Catherine. Good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. It is, or it has been, one of the hardest elements of of the last twenty months or so, trying to go through the uncertainty of it all. Some people it suited, some people it didn't. Why is that? And um, I think it's really interesting to actually step back and think about this. It's not something we often think about, but we know that some people are more comfortable with the uncertain than others. And, um, you know, this is just like we have people who are slow to warm up and people who are outgoing and gregarious. This is just a temperament feature that some of us are uh, happier with uncertainty than others. And, you know, if you think of small babies, you know, everything is new to them. Mm. And they spend their time trying to figure the world out. And then they develop these models in their head of how the world should be. 
And it just enables you then to focus on other things. Because if you're starting every day fresh where everything is uncertain, you can't really, I suppose, excel at other things because you're constantly trying to filter in new information. Mm. So we make the plans and predictions. And that that enables us, I suppose, to live a more well-balanced, rounded, more rounded life. And but obviously everything changed last year and our models of how the world works, how we socially interact with one another, even where we go to work, how we go to the shop, all of that, everything changed. And that uncertainty is one of the reasons why there's been a huge increase in anxiety, because we have much more information to filter. And, you know, people listening, they might have noticed that they're more tired Mm. than they would have been. And part of that is that we're just processing way more information in, um, and a lot of our old models had to be scrapped. Mm. Mm. And the fact that some people like to lay their lives out or their family's lives out months in advance, like you've got something like a, a family event of any kind, a communion, confirmation, wedding coming up, and people like to make plans and they like to be ready. And some people don't like surprises. And sure, the last 20 months has been surprise after surprise after surprise. Very much so. And, you know, it's one thing when it's a nice surprise, mm. uh, but it's another thing when it's, the, you know, and even the very simple thing, like we had communion at the weekend and everybody had an idea in their head, say, two years ago, of what communion would look like in their family, whether it's a big event or going to a restaurant and even something as simple as not having a date for the communion on the 1st of September. Like all of that uncertainty, whereas normally you'd have that date maybe eight months in advance. Mm. So again, it just adds to the cognitive load. That's just the amount of information you're trying to carry in your head. And the reason why we generally thrive on routine, particularly during times of stress, is that there's just less for us to think about, less for us to process. And then we can, if we can make the everyday things more routine, then we have more room and space for spontaneity. It's kind of counterintuitive, really. Mm. It's actually through having some routine that then we can enjoy spontaneity because we have more space in our lives for it. Mm. And there was the weird thing, but I remember saying in the course of the, the year more than once that what I missed most in, in terms of life outside of home and work, I missed spontaneity. I, I missed the spontaneity of meeting a friend randomly walking down the street at seven o'clock on a Friday evening and chatting about the, the week we've just had and saying, come on, will we go yeah. for a pint? I missed the spontaneity of, the spontaneity of that. And you kind of wonder, like, as, as life goes back to normal, who will fare better, the one that didn't like the uncertainty or the one that dealt with it? You know, I, I think we, we probably can't reduce it to that. I think no. that one of the big reasons why some people fare better than others is just their personal circumstances. You know, so depending on, um, you know, did you have financial stress during this or not? Like some people were fine, some people weren't. You know, did you or someone in your life have extreme health concerns during this time? So I think it's more likely to be down to that because, you know, what you're talking about there, you know, this um, this love of a little bit of social spontaneity it's just preferences and we get over those kinds of things yeah it's more it's more the bigger things the more kind of critical stresses like um health concerns education concerns financial concerns they're the things that have the more of a long-term impact 
Yeah. And look, we, we all have, I suppose, different coping skills as well, depending on, you know, you come into the world with a certain amount of coping skills, but also your life experiences um, shape that as well. Mm. Does uncertainty uh, change our decision making process, Catherine? Well, one thing it does is we, most of us tend to obsessively seek information. So you might have noticed yourself checking your phone more or listening to the news more or, you know, the way we all were at the start listening to the numbers. I got to about day six and I said, I'm not listening to the numbers anymore because I could feel that it was actually stressful for me. Whereas other people found that calming. Again, it's just personal preference, personal Mm. temperament. I knew it wasn't working for me. So it's it's actually tuning into your own personal mm. way of doing things. And yet, if so I we have the, some people if, like if I got to a day where I missed the numbers, Catherine, and it's the early days, not so much lately. But mm. I, I, if I missed the numbers, I would be frantically checking them at ten o'clock at night to find out what the numbers yeah, were. Yeah. So- so that's a really, really good example of temperament. So for you, it was, it seems to have been good for you. But for me, it would have been anxiety provoking. And if my husband ever tried to tell me the numbers, I'd be like, what are you telling me for? <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we, we have different ways of coping with things. So that's just one example. And then some people were obsessively seeking information. And then because everything felt random, some people were leaving decisions up to chance. Like there's a, a study that just came out there about, um, you know, times of uncertainty. Some people are like, you know, are really trying to control everything, whereas others are, you know, bringing in the element of chance, you know, like making decisions based on a coin toss. Yeah. or almost outsourcing your responsibility for the decision. And like a very tiny example, were you ever in a restaurant and you were overwhelmed by choice and you mm-hmm. just asked asked the server, what's good here? Yes. So that's an example of outsourcing your decision making and it's just because there's too much choice, you're not really sure what you want. Yes, we let or someone else make the decision to, for us. Yeah, or if you ask for a recommendation for the wine. Mm. You know, so looking for recommendations and there was so much of it, like if you go on to any discussion board, people are constantly seeking recommendations and it's to help them with decision making in uncertain is times. That, they can be small, tiny, yeah. yeah, small, tiny decisions. And look, we're we're social species. We're a connection seeking species. We We value the judgments of others to a certain extent, but it's because we're trying to filter so much information. And we're thinking, oh, well, if I can just get a recommendation from someone. Um, I had to buy a new camera recently and I contacted a friend who knows about this stuff. And he was telling me, look, the most important thing is to do your research. And I was like, no, no, this is my research. I'm asking you. Yes, what would you recommend? And it was because there, yeah. Yes, and it was just there was too much information. So I was outsourcing the responsibility for deciding on the camera to him because I know he's an expert in it. Yes, yes. And what you wonder then why you probably were you sitting there going, well, why is he telling me to do this? Because he's the expert. If he tells me buy XYZ camera, I'll buy XYZ camera because because he's an expert. And that's yeah. And I, I just okay, said, isn't it? I just said, tell, I said, tell me what you have and I'll buy that. And then I did. <laughs> So that's just a very basic example of it. We all do it because it's just so much information. And when there's so much uncertainty, especially new situations and new information, we find ways to simplify. Mm. So it's just like you go to a new city in the old days, you get a guidebook. Now you just have your phone, but you're looking up where it's good to eat. And again, that's just when there's so much uncertainty, you outsource those decisions. So it can be something flippant like a coin toss 
or it can be what's the way to cut through the noise and get a good recommendation. Yeah. And, you know, if you're ever buying something, you know, you might you might do a little reading of the blurb, but most of us go straight to the reviews. Mm. <laughs> Again, we're seeking more certainty and outsourcing a little bit of the responsibility. Well, if the reviews are pretty good, then I'll get it. Right. If there's a couple of bad reviews, maybe. Right. You know? so, so maybe our own individual decision making skills are not being used. Well, excuse me. No, it's actually a very good um, use of our decision-making skills because we could spend hours or days or be like me, paralyzed with indecision over the camera. And a really good decision is to say, actually, that's not a good use of my time. I'm going to crowdsource information, say by looking at the reviews, or I'm going to go to an expert. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a very, very good use of our mental space I don't want to spend loads of time thinking about things that, you know, I'm much better off just making the decision and being done with it. But I don't want to make the wrong decision. So mm. that's why I'll either go to the expert expert or crowdsource. Assuming that everything is going to be OK in the next few months, and we are assuming that, who will fare better, Catherine? The person who struggled with the uncertainty or the person who dealt with it as a matter of course? <laughs> So, look, coping skills and resilience, we know that um, the ability to tolerate uncertainty is, is helpful so that you're not paralyzed by that uncertainty or paralyzed by fear. But really, it's the people who already were starting on a good footing with financial health and education. You know, they're always the things that help you fare mm. better. Mm. But then if all of those things were equal, um, just the ability to hold you know, have a space for all of this stress, but that it doesn't dominate your entire life. So I've been saying from the beginning, don't overexpose yourself to bad news. We yeah. know that overexposure to bad news actually reduces your coping skills. It's an anxiety behavior, this obsessive seeking of information. And so instead of feeding it, you might say, okay, what would be a better way for me to manage this bit of anxiety and stress now? And it's, look, it's, it's basics, you know, that we all know we should do, but we find hard to do. Get a bit more sleep, get a bit more exercise, connect with people, build up your support network. You know, it's it's really, really basic stuff. So it's the people who do the basics better. They're the ones who fare better. Okay. All right. Always a pleasure to speak with you, uh, Catherine Hallisey, child psychologist. And of course, she's on social media. You'll find her, Catherine Hallisey, psychologist. Uh, how have you dealt with it, though? It's been a horribly uncertain time. Has the uncertainty been a botheration for you? Take the typical thing, the simple thing like the children's communion or confirmation. Some of them were cancelled two, three and four times. Like, did you just say, oh, well, we'll go again? Or did you, were you pulling out what little hair you'd left? Jeez, here we go. I just want some. Are you one of these people that likes something to be A, B, C, D? Or are you someone that takes a chance when something goes mad? And how have you dealt with it? And how are you? How do you feel about it all being over soon? And how will you cope? Quartz ninety six FM. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. 
American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.